Oh, oh I'm fucking tired. <laughs> Big yawn. This is fucking, this is dedication to the cause, um, if I've ever seen it. It is currently one minute past midnight, and one I minute. feel like a bag of smashed assholes. And because we're at the ripe old ancient age of 21 and 22, <laughs> <laughs> and COVID has been a thing. We're not used to these parting ways anymore. We're not used <laughs> to these hardcore rave head ways of staying up. Any time past, any time past like nine p.m. is too late. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like not too late to like binge watch a show. Like Archer. Like Archer. Delicious. Specifically. Man, I'm so obsessed. I'm so glad that you're back on this train with me. It's very important. It's and so delicious. I think as long, I feel like my voice is going to be even deeper than usual today. (laughs) That's hot. (laughs) We just spent the past like 45 minutes with Skylar sitting next to me because I did the notes and she went on TikTok because her boyfriend thinks that she shouldn't have TikTok due to Chinese intelligence. <laughs> so she has to use my phone if she wants to go on TikTok. Oh man, yeah. I mean last week I did say that I was going to do the third week, but I am a liar. I'm a liar. She is a liar. But I also pretty early on <laughs> I am a liar. Was like I know that I'm going to be doing this and I still didn't do it. <laughs> until tonight good job at organizing so you know look at the end of the day this is happening and i think that that's a testament to us because skylar and i are not really great when it comes to S- sticking to things sticking to things <laughs> yeah let's go with that i don't know all right let's jump into this before i literally start falling asleep okay. i'm dying my body's shutting down so i didn't write an introduction i just realized <laughs> My name is Skylar, so and this is CJ, up. and this oh, is our average <laughs> podcast, and I don't know what we're talking about. Hello to our friends who are listening, because we've finally told, told some of them that we have a podcast. That's really embarrassing. Really please us, please uh, don't roast us. Episode because, <laughs> because we talked about the Russians, and <laughs> you know what? That's Russians. fair enough, because I'm up for constructive criticism. So you know who you are, and if you're out there and you've decided to give us a second chance, hang in there, buddy, because everybody involved in this story is a white person, so it'll be fucking hard for us to offend somebody. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. Pizzeria. The biggest pizzeria on the planet. All right, so I did forget to write an introduction. By forget, I mean I just kind of... (sighs) <gasps> wrote that last <gasps> sentence and was ready to be done with it so I didn't go back to the introduction. That's cool, bro. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it and I'm gonna see if I can just come up with something Let's. on the fly. I like that. Elizabeth Holmes was deemed as one of the most promising young female women in silicon female women. Well well done. Well female on the fly, I think we've tested that and it shouldn't happen, <laughs> but we're gonna have to keep going. Female um, women. One of the most promising female up-and-coming businesswomen in Silicon Valley. She was deemed as one of the most influential people by Forbes. She was on all of the lists. She was on all the covers of magazines. And then one day, all of a sudden, the whole ruse of her life and her company fell apart. 
And today we will be talking about that story. That sounds very interesting. Of Elizabeth Holmes and her company, Theranos. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. (laughs) That really was well well done, apart from the female women part. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. No worries, man. I'm glad that you're like supporting me in this moment. I've got you back. As I take some crusty mascara out of my eye sockets. That's really hot. It's a big vibe. I'm really enjoying um, watching that, actually. So, really, if I'm being honest, this story deserves a lot more than what I have put, pulled together in the past hour. It's in-depth, there's a lot going on, there's characters, there's zany shit happening, but you're getting the spark notes, but shit spark notes, written by someone who got mm, a D-average. <laughs> Um, in whatever class this is. Whoever wrote getting those, those we would like to um, formally apologise. Absolutely. For but, CJ's comments. You know, please go out and do your own research. It's an interesting story. And maybe, maybe, in a year, we'll revisit and do a couple parts. But for the moment, you get this. <laughs> you get this. So please enjoy. All right. Fuck me up. Let's do oh, this. Let's go. Born in Washington, D.C., Elizabeth Holmes was the daughter of Christian Rasmus Holmes IV. Rasmus. <laughs> Rasmus Holmes IV. Uh-huh. Who was vice president of an energy company called Enron and who eventually transitioned into working for government agencies such as USAID, the United States Agency for International Development, the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, and USTDA. U.S. Trade and Development Agency. EPA. So if the fact that he had a the fourth on the end of his name wasn't proof enough, snooty, that he was a um snooty, a snooty bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you will find that the rest of his resume that I just listed potentially does allude to that. Um, and her mum was Noelle Ann, who worked as a congressional committee staffer. So big time, fun, 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 big time peeps. Um, who set up homes for a life of happiness and security. Cool. You with me so far? I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm there down. Thank you. Holmes attended St. John's School in Houston. Here she started her first business selling C++ compilers. Don't ask me what that is. I don't know what that means. Um, To Chinese universities. Her parents (laughs) arranged her to have Mandarin Chinese home tutoring. And partway through high school, she began attending Stanford University summer program. In 2002, she began studying at Stanford full-time in chemical engineering. So she's a real smart cookie. She's very smart. Okay. A lot of people with this story look at it as a huge waste of potential and that she could have been, if she'd used her powers for good, she could have been such an amazing force in the world for women and for technology. But instead... She ruined it for she, everyone. She ruined it for herself and fathers. Of course she did. Of course. When given the chance, am I right? After the end of of her freshman year, she filed for her first patent application. I don't know if you say patent or patent. You're really not asking the right person here. Well, fair enough. (laughs) Her first patent application on a wearable drug delivery patch. Uh Uh-huh. So like a nicotine patch, but it delivers drugs to you. Oh, uh, which sounds like a great idea. Sign me up. Great idea. Um, in 2003, and subsequently dropped out of Stanford in 2004 to start her next company, where she used her tuition money to seed funding. So, now we begin the journey of 
Theranos. There's not, like, there is a little bit more about who she was, her personality, her upbringing. But, like, who cares? Blah, 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 blah. But Look I into that yourself. the willpower. Also, keep in mind, around about mm, seven standard drinks down. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not at the woo, I'm fucked level because I've laid here and stared at words for the past 45 minutes. I'm at the woo, I'm ready to go to bed level. Very so, professional. Thank you. No worries. Maybe you shouldn't have murdered like a million gin and tonics before doing this. And um, then, and then trying to complete the notes at midnight. Yeah. You sound like every teacher I ever <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't need it. I don't I've need it. I've got a job. I'm out of school. I'm educated. And yeah, I all right. Can you stop? To... Do you want to stop tooting your own horn there? Well, do Carry you want to stop on. telling me not to drink and do my assignments at the last second? Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to stop asking me to drink? So, Holmes founded the company Real Time Cures, which I'm glad that she changed the name to Theranos because that fucking sucks. Mm. Um, in Palo Alto, California, describing her fear of needles as a motivation for why she was seeking a way to perform blood tests using only a small amount of blood from a pinprick of a finger. To be honest, I've seen, like, I've had some friends in, like, high school and in uni who have had, I'm not 100% sure which type of diabetes you need to do the blood testing, but she had the type where she had to test her blood every day mm. to check her sugars. And it really didn't look fun. Like, she didn't enjoy doing it. Well, I don't think stabbing yourself every day is a fun time. No. And, like, yeah, but I don't know if this is, like, even small amount of blood, but, like... That would freak me out. I couldn't yeah, do that. I don't know. I don't know how much... Like, I don't mind needles. I'm not a, someone who cares about needles. I have friends who hate them, so I get it for them. But, like, I just don't think... If you're scared of needles, I don't see how sticking a tiny knife into your finger is going to be any different. Yeah, no, I'm me neither. But to have be honest. I done my research into the technology? Absolutely not. I haven't even seen a fucking picture of this thing. So maybe the needle's tiny and it doesn't need much. Who knows? Okay. So, but that was essentially that's the idea that she's striving for. Mm-hmm. When pitching the idea to her professor at Stanford, Phyllis Gardner, Gardner responded, "I don't think your idea is going to work." Fair enough. Rude. Several other expert medical professors told Holmes the same thing. However, she did not relent, and she succeeded in getting her advisor and dean at the School of Engineering, Channing Robertson, to back her idea. Mm-hmm. Holmes greatly admired... Okay, so now we're going into some of her, like, weird quirks um, of who she was as a person. Okay. So she greatly admired Steve Jobs. Oh, of course she did. Um, my sentiments, exactly. <laughs> and deliberately copied his style of wearing black turtlenecks. She claimed that her mother dressed her in black turtlenecks since she was young, but in reality, an employee introduced her to job style in 2007. During most of her public appearances, she spoke in a deep baritone voice, and I feel like we I both relate to, to that to it at some point. We don't. We. I mean, we could edit it in here, I suppose. Give it a go, but I feel like that'd be a little bit creepy. <sighs> it's like honestly it's so weird and i want you to listen to it it's i'll message you tomorrow when you've slept and such um that you need to listen to like a clip of her speaking in this voice because it's just if it is her real voice then i feel bad for the fact that everyone including myself listens to her being like there's no fucking way like it's not even that it's deep. I have is it like voice, is it like oh, that. is that like obviously it, her natural natural voice like or she's forcing it? It sounds like as though it's not real. 
So if it is her real voice, then I feel bad for her that her voice sounds like that. Why is this giving me the heebie-jeebies for some reason? Oh, because it's, like, just very odd. Um, so, yeah, she spoke in a deep baritone voice, although a former Theranos colleague later claimed he heard her use the voice of a, and I don't agree with this wording, but this was him, a typical woman in her 20s um, to welcome him to the company. As I said, as a woman with a deep voice, there's no typical voice for a woman, but there's something specifically, not necessarily about how deep it is, but the way that she articulates, like the like her enunciation mm. is specifically, it just feels very forced. Yeah. So, hey, like I, Check with it out. everything else that she was fucking lying about, I wouldn't be surprised if her voice, if her if she was, was bugging was that on, on. Mm. Um, and also a woman in like the tech industry a male dominated industry i can see why she would feel like so she needed to do that that's kind of tragic but... yeah um she was also seen in 2005 in an interview with moira gunn to have a much higher pitched voice but her family has always maintained her baritone is authentic so yeah right take from that what you will it's just a little bit more kind of backstory into her situation situation mm-hmm. so by december 2004 holmes had raised six million dollars to fund theranos by the end of 2010 she had more than 92 million dollars in venture capital after a two-hour meeting former u.s secretary of state george schultz joined the theranos board of directors and over the next three years holmes was recognized for forming the most illustrious board in u.s corporate history so essentially she was clearly an incredibly charismatic person because she managed to get all of these huge bigwig people in the business industry to jump on board without clearly without any of like the facts behind the technology yeah. just her, like roping them in you know being charismatic and talking to them about it um holmes operated theranos in a stealth mode um launching it without press releases or a company website until september 2013 when the company announced a partnership with Walgreens to launch the blood sample collector centers. Okay. Any questions? No, I'm on board so far. You're on board? Okay. So throughout 2014, media attention increased with Holmes appearing on the covers of Fortune, Forbes, the New York Times Star Magazine, and Inc. Forbes recognized Holmes as the world's youngest female self-made billionaire and ranked her 110 on the Forbes 400. At the time, Theranos was valued at $9 billion. Oh, my God. And had raised more than $400 million in venture capital. Had raised. Mm. Um, air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> By the end of 2014, her name appeared on 18 US patents and 66 foreign patents. And in 2015, she signed agreements with Cleveland Clinic, Capital Blue Cross, and AmeriHealth Caritas to use Theranos technology. Can you see where this might be going? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Um, but it's just, isn't it just, it's just insane, the fact that she managed to, to get this far. I just had a bit of a, a bit of a malfunction there. What do you mean? (laughs) I just just had a mental blank. Oh, (laughs) what? You were just like, I wasn't asking you anything. No, I just had absolutely (laughs) nothing to say. Oh my God. Yeah. That's really fucking weird. How she even manage to get to this point? I just can't. <laughs> what? This is a trial period of us doing this. Not not drunk. We're not drunk. Skylar can't be drinking gin and tonics no. and doing podcasts. It's but not going to end well. Midnight. Especially not at midnight. This is a test, and so far, 
Not doing well. Not very successful. Um, what was I going to say? No, no, I just mean, like, as in, say you meet someone. Mm. And they start telling you this story, this crazy story. Or I'm sure you've met, especially working where you do, I'm sure that you've met guys who have tried to, like, talk to you about their business or whatever it is. And they're just gassing you up with all this information. And you look at them and you just kind of roll your eyes and you're like, Mm. yeah I mean admittedly yes like here and there I've met people like that but it's obviously not a regular occurrence no not but a regular you, occurrence at you all do. but like, to be able to meet all of these people all of these professionals and people who are really highly regarded in this world of like finance and medical technology and such and to be able to fool them and nobody in that period of time was like this doesn't is, sound right. This is dodgy. Yeah. How did like how do you even manage right? that? How like do you how manage that? Powerful must she have been to have been able to get as far as she did? She's just a crafty lass. Like imagine if she had used her powers for good. Yeah, it's kind of see that's a bit like tragic. So far, right? what a waste of talent. Right. You it's know, such a waste of talent. I think anyway. I'm salty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really fucking salty. I am salty. So little did Holmes know, and mm. here's where it's all going to start going downhill. Um, little did Holmes know that John Carreyrou of the Wall Street Journal had been conducting a months-long investigation on into Theranos after he received a tip from a medical expert that the devices that they were producing were suspicious. Mm-hmm. Carreyrou spoke to ex-employees, whistleblowers, and obtained company documents. And Holmes's response to the investigation once she became aware it was happening was to threaten legal and financial repercussions against both the Wall Street Journal and the whistleblowers. So things are starting to get a bit rocky. And it's all surrounding whether or not the technology that she has patented and sold to all these companies actually works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in October 2015, despite the threats, the Wall Street Journal published the article, which detailed how Theranos' Edison device, which is the little pinprick one, yeah. gave inaccurate results and revealed that the company had been using commercially available machines to conduct most of the testing. Wow. So they had opened all of these centres in Walgreens and were taking people who were paying this money, more money, for this revolutionary blood testing, you know, technology. Yeah. And then they were taking those blood samples and sending them to a lab and using the same blood testing technology as everybody else. Oh, my God. It was just a huge scam. Wow. I mean, crafty, though, I've got the to say. The technology didn't exist. Yeah, but, like, I'm really impressed with their work. Yeah, but it just didn't <sighs> exist. Wow. Yeah. And so what, from what I can see from other things, not from tonight's research, um, but from other articles that I've read and from things I've seen, because tonight's research is trash. Not from the research we... Not from the research we'd spent um, 40 minutes doing. Yeah. Um, it looks like as though she was trying to just kind of keep it going until they could make the technology. Um, so they were just... Like, I wholeheartedly believe that when she started the company she believed that she was going to be able to create this device and once she started getting investors involved and all this kind of stuff you kind of start to snowball where you're like but I don't want to lose them and if I they're interested now and if I 
say that the product's not ready, then I might lose them and I might lose this money or whatever. She accepted money from one person and then it snowballs and she can't say no and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I can see how it would kind of steamroll into this huge fucking kerfuffle where she thought that she was going to be able to create the device in a certain amount of time. And then because the technology didn't exist on any capacity, it was such a huge job. And it got to the point where the company should have to be a viable viable company, it should have been producing products. She would have been forced in that situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't think it's right. No, I don't think I, I don't think that it's it. Yeah, I don't think that it's right at all, but I think that initially she could have been coming from a good place and it's just turned to a bad situation. She's trying to just work with what she's got. Yeah. I suppose. And she's just made the poorest possible decisions yeah along the way yeah to keep it all to keep it all afloat pride and ego driven um absolutely but this is kind of like just from what i've heard so far you can see that it's just like an absolute shame and a total 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 waste of someone's intellectual capacity almost you know it's just tragic yeah it's yeah yeah it is yeah um so where am I? Lost myself. Um, Excellent life choices, Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah well done, Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> um, so Carrie Rue didn't stop there, and he continued to release a series of articles exposing Holmes. And in 2018, he published a book called Bad Blood, Secrets and Lies in a Silicon Valley Startup. That Ooh. is so dramatic, though. Big like, bad. can you calm down? I mean, his entire career is based off of this woman's downfall, so, you know. Kind of pathetic. You will. I mean, <laughs> kind of <laughs> pathetic. But at the same time, it's also like, you know, these were people's money. Like, these were consumers who were going, like, you can't fuck around with people's health. And, oh, God, yeah, absolutely. To, not so absolutely not like saying it. that she's in the right, no. but also, you're a loser. Yes. <laughs> Your entire career is based off this one person. (laughs) Okay, to be fair, disclaimer, we haven't done any research into Carrie Rue and what his career was. God damn it, Carrie. Outside of Elizabeth Holmes. So for all we know, maybe he had an illustrious career where he has exposed multiple fraudsters. God damn it, Carrie. It's possible. It's very possible. Mm, Yeah, right. So, okay, Holmes denied all the claims against Mm. her and she promised the company would publish data on the accuracy of its tests. Um, appearing on CNBC's Mad Money the same day that the article was published, her response on the show was, this is what happens when you work to change things. First, they think you're crazy, then they fight you, and then all of a sudden, you change the world. And I think to a degree, she did change the world because 2010, right, that period, around about, was such a crazy startup time. Like, startups were everything i feel like i feel like everyone was talking about these i mean from from what i remember of from what i remember of 2010 what you remember but when you think about it youtube started 2008 facebook started 2010 jeff bezos transitioned to amazon from books to a a furniture selling company 2009 like all of like social media as a whole and those kind of huge tech giants everything launched in 2010 like in a startup sense when you look at someone like elon musk who has worked on the board of tesla and all these kind of big companies that's not the same steve jobs was early 90s whatever but when it comes to startups and like self-starters and that kind of i feel like the american dream as a whole kind of transitioned from just being like 
work a job, work your way up, be the CEO, be famous, set it up for your kids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it went from being that to be charismatic, be a self-starter, be passionate about what you're doing and you can get other people on board to invest money and you can become a self-made millionaire. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I think that Theranos, I'm not sure if it was only Theranos because there are however many frauds that out there that happened, but Theranos was, would have been a huge like kind of point in people starting to distrust these startups and being like, but how do we verify it? How do we stop people just making a company and saying it's legit when it does when it's not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I just had a bit of a tangy. Um, okay. <laughs> had a bit yeah. of a tangy. <laughs> Sorry, had a bit of a tangy. Don't okay. mind me. So after, uncover- after uncovering irregularities with staff proficiency, procedures, and equipment, the Centers for Medical and Medicaid Services, CMS, sent a warning letter to Theranos in January 2016. CMS regularities proposed a two-year ban on Holmes from owning or operating a lab after the company failed to rectify the issues by March of 2016. In response on the Today Show, Holmes said she was devastated that they did not catch and fix these issues faster. In July 2016, CMS officially banned Holmes from owning, operating, or directing a blood testing service for a period of two years. Shortly thereafter, Walgreens ended its relationship with Theranos and closed its in-store blood collection centres. The FDA also ordered the company to cease use of its capillary tube nanotainer device, one of its core inventions. Does that make sense to you? I mean, yeah, kind of. Essentially, shit's hit the fan. I mean, and yeah, the I get medical, it. The, the kind of the, med- the, the big head honcho medical FDA style people were like, oh. Why on earth does Walgreens have blood collection centres? I mean, yeah. That's weird. To be honest, as an Australian, I don't quite understand. America is a weird and wonderful place. Because when I think of Walgreens, I think of Walmart. Yeah. And Walmart, to me, is kind of like Target. (laughs) What? It's like Target, like like, knocking up some blood collection centres. It's kind of like when Big W started their optometrist thing. That then closed down. Do you remember how? Yeah, it died. It died in the ass. It died in the ass, but they had optometrists there. It's weird because it's weird. Yeah, so. Why do Americans like they just like to combine everything in one place, one stop shop for all of your needs, including blood collection centers? Very odd. It's weird. It is. So in 2017, the state of Arizona filed. Oh, wait, have I? Yeah. In 2017, the state of Arizona filed suit against Theranos, alleging that the company had sold 1.5 million blood tests while concealing important info about the tests. Mm. The important info being that they were bullshit. In (laughs) April of the same year, the company settled with lawsuit by agreeing to refund the cost of the tests to consumers, as well as paying $225,000 in civil fines and attorney fees for a total of $4.65 million. Ouch. Yeah. At the same time, there were civil and criminal investigations ongoing by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Northern District of California. There was also an unspecified FBI investigation and two class action fraud investigations. Throughout all of this, Holmes denied any wrongdoing. Girl, oh my God, just like give it up. Give it up. You've been caught out. Just give it up, sister. Honestly, there's like 50 million people being like, but you did something wrong. <laughs> Except <laughs> you fucked it a bit. the FBI. <laughs> it's like, you did how? something wrong. Even the FBI is on board with this. I don't think 
you crossing your arms <laughs> and repeating that you did nothing wrong. I didn't do it. Is going to get you out of this one. <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> but she can't be on the counter. I knew you were going to do that. Um, on March 14th, 2018, Holmes settled with La... With... Good job. Uh-oh. Good job at speaking. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay, I'm back. I've returned. <laughs> on March 14th, 2018, Holmes settled the charges against her, including the company's false claim that it's technology. Wait, this sentence doesn't fucking make sense. Okay. That, that is excellent, excellent work here, Thank CJ. You very much. We no worries, mate. To the end. I was giving up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the charges against her were. I'm going to restructure the sentence because it doesn't make sense. You know, the charges against her were that the company had made false claims that its technology was being used by the U.S. Department of Defense in combat situations. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You went as far as to as to pull that as to pull that porgy, really? It just seems weird <laughs> that you would say something that would be so easy for that governing body to that be is like so extreme. But, but you did not, though. <laughs> but that's not what happened. But that's not right. Like Liar. It so odd. Um, there were also charges um, in relation to the fact that the company lied about its revenue in 2014, saying that it made 100 million dollars in revenue. When, when in reality, that year, it only made $100,000. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. She's in such hot water. That is shocking. 100000 Oh, yes. Wait, what did you say it was? $100 million. $100 million, they said. And they only made Ah, oh, you're a wee bit off oh, there, lovey. God damn it. Um, just add an extra zero. Just add an extra zero. They're not going to notice. It's going to be fine. It's fine. So on March 14th, 2018, she settled against those charges. Um, the, set- the terms of the settlement included surrendering voting control of Theranos, which fucking give it away because that company is worth fucking nothing now. Nothing. <laughs> worth <laughs> bananas. A ban on holding an office officer position in a public company for 10 years, so essentially she can't start another company, and a $500,000 fine, which seems pretty light, though, to be fair. I mean, that's such a huge thing. $500,000 makes me flinch. We'll get there. We'll get there. One sec. So at its peak in 2015, Theranos had 800 employees. Okay. On October 2016, they fired 340 staff members, with an additional 155 being let go in January 2017, leaving it with fewer than a dozen employees. Most of the remaining employees were laid off in August of 2018. Why would you stick and work for them, though? Contract? I don't fucking know. On September 5th, 2018, the company announced that it had begun the process of formally dissolving, with its remaining cash and assets to be distributed to its creditors. And that is the end of Theranos as a company. But when it comes to criminal charges, it's ongoing and there's a bunch of new stuff that's come out in the past few weeks about mm. what type of defence Emma 
um, Elizabeth is taking, but on June 15, 2018, a federal grand jury indicted Holmes and former Theranos Chief Operating Officer and President Ramesh Sunny Balwani on nine counts of wire fraud and two counts of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. So Sunny and Elizabeth were in a relationship for a really long time. Okay. Um, but then they broke up in 2016, I think, and then he left the company. She says she fired him. He says he left. She's now married to some big, rich hotel empire person. But he is also, because he was a big part of the inception and of the company and all that kind of stuff, he worked yeah. So he's also in very hot water. Both pleaded not guilty, and after the indictment, Holmes stepped down as CEO of Theranos, but stayed chaired of the board. The case of US versus Holmes is currently set to begin on March 9th, 2021, after being pushed back due to COVID. If, if convicted, they could face up to 20 years in prison. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no. Well, that's what you get for talking absolute rot absolute and trash. screwing over Isn't that so scary? many people. If we decided that we wanted to use our trash talk for evil. This is what could have happened to us. <laughs> Don't we already do that? Yes, but like not like evil to the masses. I mean, yeah, get your point. But... We're, we're targeting. We target people. Yeah, our friends. Hmm. We hurt their ears with our nonsense. Specifically. But I guess technically this podcast would be us attempting to reach the masses. (laughs) Unsuccessfully. So we have transitioned into Elizabeth Holmes' territory. (laughs) (laughs) You are Elizabeth Holmes if if I ever did did know one yet. Yeah, thank you kindly. No so for most, I think with, when it comes to her defense, it looks like as though she's going to try for the um, mental health. Oh, please. I don't think she hasn't said insanity because, like, what insanity for what? How can years. you? Yeah. Um, I don't know because I know that insanity is supposed to be if you plead for insanity, it's supposed to be that you lose sense of your faculties for the period of time, and so you're not aware of your own actions and thus can't be responsible for your own actions. Okay. So the reason why it's so hard for to plead for insanity is that a lot of the times it's hard to prove that you were not aware of what you were doing when you committed the crime. So there would just have to be like actual tangible evidence of you not com- being completely out of it. Does that make sense? And she was completely out of it for, for, fair, for, for eight years. For eight years. But yeah, that's no, just impossible so. to prove. So she would, so I would say like, yeah, it seems like as though she's going for a mental health defense. Um, there's been a bunch of stuff going on in the news at the moment that I haven't looked into, um, but... I would say she's yeah. cactus. She's a cactus. I'd say she is cactus. She is cactus. She is absolutely cactus. Why would she say that? Um, yeah, look, she, uh, she kind of really screwed over a fair few people. True. Um, was a big fat old liar. True. And then tried to involve another governing body in another big bullshit lie. Um, yeah. True. There's a lot against her. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There is. She's not doing well. It's surprising how many young people haven't heard about this story. I had not. I've never, never heard about it's just, this woman it before so until huge. you told me like an hour ago. Yeah. It was so huge. Have you heard of the WeWork fraud? No. No. So that's another thing. But we won't <laughs> do that for a bit because we just did a fraud one pretty shittily. But the next one will be more well-researched, I promise. I'll and time. probably won't be getting done at like, you know half past 12 yeah the other thing is that i did go away for five days so you know Sorry, five everybody. days were taken away of us being able to record and then you conned me into drinking so not really i asked if you wanted to come you said yes and then i was like great we changed the reservation you were like oh 
because you have a fear, a fear of commitment. <laughs> <laughs> Even just restaurant reservations. <laughs> the amount of times that you're like, yeah, totally, I'll come to that. And then it, it always, I always end up having to take it as like a light, maybe. <laughs> fear of commitment to restaurant reservations. It's <laughs> true. And it is, it is so. I can't. It's my anniversary tomorrow, and even that's making me nervous. Might flake. Oh, don't know. <laughs> might flake. Okay. Okay, might Sorry, babe. Love you, but... Uh... Sorry, my car ran out of oil, and I'm just stuck in the worst traffic. <laughs> uh, I, I can't... think it might just not be worth it for that has, of us. that has not been one of my excuses. I don't Thank even you. know. I don't know enough about cars to know if your oil, your car running out of oil I and being stuck in traffic is even a bad thing. Look, man, I wouldn't really know. I know nothing about vehicles. Anyway... Um, it's been real. It has been real. I'm going to sleep. Skylar wants to get the fuck out of my apartment. Yeah. So, Thank you for listening to the Prince Street Review. It's been another day. This is the episode to date, which really is saying something. Next yeah. week, <laughs> we will bring you an in-depth, well-researched... Interesting topic. Interesting, exciting... And CJ. Energetic. Energetic? Is this not energetic? Oh, I doubt it. I doubt <laughs> it. When we listen back to it, I doubt there'll be much energy there. No, we're going to have to redo this one. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We're not going to have to redo it. We're going to post it because I don't give a fuck. But it is <laughs> only 36 minutes long. That's fine. That's plenty. That's a fine amount of time. Um, anyway. So, you know, if you hated this one, get pumped for next week. It'll be <laughs> at least... Minutely not bad. not as bad as this. Exactly. All right. Love you. Okay. Love you and goodbye. Kisses. Bye. Kisses. Bye. Kisses.